Hello, you are listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized, a podcast that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great week. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review. And I want to thank Tamika McTeer. She said, great insights being shared here and creating better spaces and clearing the clutter. Tamika, thank you so much for that review. Um, It is truly touching my heart. And I am also excited that you can support this podcast either individually by clicking the buy me a coffee link or as a business and either way I will give you a shout out on the air details for both are in the show page on this episode I have Dr. Angela Chester those of you who have heard previous episodes she is a returning guest expert and she is going to share the importance of us as women putting ourselves on the top of our to-do list as of course we focus on Breast Cancer Awareness Month and I will be sharing my product app repurpose and book suggestion for this week and I want to know are you on your to-do list? We have everything else but are you on your to-do list? So I went out there and I saw a site and it was called Compare Camp. And it was talked about 61 reasons why we're stressed. Now, of course, I'm not going to share all 61. But you know what? These are interesting statistics. 55% of Americans are stressed during the day. A global average of the number of stressed people out of 143 countries is 35%. Paraguay is the country with the highest positive experience index. Afghanistan is the least positive country in the world with a positive index of only 43%, lower than its score in the previous year. Stress causes 57% of U.S. respondents to feel paralyzed. 63% of U.S. workers are ready to quit their jobs to avoid work-related stress. Chronic stress is commonplace at work with 94% of workers reporting feeling stressed at work. 59% of Greeks have reported experiencing stress in the previous day and Montana is the least stressed U.S. state with a total score of 26.81 while Louisiana is the most stressed at 59.94% which is why I wanted to frank Dr. Angela Chester. She's a pastoral counselor and private practices with offices in Long Beach, California. She's the author, cancer survivor, and host of Daily Spark with Dr. Angela Radio and Daily Spark TV. She has built a career spanning more than 20 years and hundreds and thousands of people counseled. Dr. Chester has also served as an associate pastor and has built a reputation as a thought leader on issues related to motivation, Christian empowerment, as an international motivational speaker. 
Dr. Chesler currently serves on the advisory board of the National Interfaith Council and is a member of the International Society of Mental Health, the Global Christian Professional Women's Association, and the International Women's Leadership Association. Dr. Chester holds a degree in pastoral counseling, psychology, and divinity. She is the author of numerous books, and of course, including one of the ones that um, I find, you know, as a favorite, which is um, the best-selling Before You Tie the Knot, a premarital counseling workbook for the DIY couple. Yes. It's always important before you decide to get married to read these things. And she is the podcast host of I Do Radio on Blog Talk Radio, Modern Living with Dr. Angelo on iHeartRadio, and Daily Spark with Dr. Angelo on WDJY 99.1 FM Atlanta Metro, as well as numerous other stations from Kentucky to Cincinnati to the D.C. Metro area. And she is also the host of the Daily Spark TV that airs on Preach the Word Network, Ruku, Venmo, and Daily Motion. Well, I am excited because you'll get to hear my conversation with Dr. Angela Chester. And get out a pen, pencil, tablet, so you can take some notes on how you can put yourself at the top of your to-do list. Well, listeners, you know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we are kicking it off with Dr. Angela Chester, and she's going to teach us how to really put ourselves at the top of the to-do list, because sometimes we have everything else at the top of the to-do list, everybody, and then the next thing you know, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're burned out, so I wanted her to come on and just share with us some strategies. So hello and welcome back, Dr. Angela. Hello, Janet. Thank you so much for having me on. I love being on your show. I love spending time with you and with your audience. So thank you so much for for inviting me back. And I love having you on here as well. And before you get into the strategies, because this is Best Cancer Awareness Month, I wanted you to share your survivor story. Absolutely. And and thank you for that question. I, I won't bore you with all the details, but I'll, I'll give you some bits and pieces. Um, my survivor story started in 2009. Um, I found a lump myself doing a, um, a, a self-exam that I was taught from my health class in high school. We had the little pamphlet uh, and I have been doing them ever since. I found it um, I was a little nervous. I thought it might be a something, but uh, in typical nervous fashion, I ignored it for a little while and said, perhaps it will go away. Um, it did not. It didn't necessarily increase in size, but it did not go away. Um, I talked to some other people. I did kind of trust that information with some other folks and said, here, feel this. Doesn't this feel like something to you? And everyone uh, agreed. I finally went to the doctor. Uh, unfortunately, my uh, I went to talk to my nurse practitioner. She said, yes, this is a something. Let's send you to um, uh, spend some time with the doctor. Uh, I went back. Unfortunately, my doctor was not in that day, and there was another doctor substituting. Uh, that doctor, just upon looking at me, said, you can't possibly have cancer. You're too young. Uh, I, I have always been taught to speak up for myself and to advocate for that which I believe to be right. 
So me being me, I said, doctor, with all due respect, um, you're going to have to examine me. You're going to have to do something other than just eyeball my face and tell me that I do not have cancer. Um, he went and conferred with another doctor. And that doctor said, well, let's do a biopsy. She must be here for some reason. Um, that biopsy came back and it was positive that I did have breast cancer. I'm going to kind of zip through the story there. Um, many people who uh, are survivors have a different journey by which they become well. Um, my cancer was serious enough that I did have to have surgery. Uh, I'm sorry, I had chemo, surgery, and then radiation. Some people don't have all three or they have them in a different order. Um, it is uh, something that I do not wish upon anyone. Chemo is no joke. Uh, any survivor that has gone along that path, I had the cocktail, as they call it, uh, that folks refer to as the red devil. Uh, it makes you buku sick, like sicker than you were when you started off. But uh, by God's grace and mercy, all of that did exactly what it was supposed to do. And now I am on the positive side. Um, being a survivor, uh, your body goes through the physical aspects, but there is also the, the mental turmoil that you go through. Um, you do have to do your follow-up care uh, about every six months, and then it goes to every year. Um, and, and you look forward to that target of five years. Right. During that moment, um, everything potentially frightens you. Uh, if you if you catch a cold, you think, oh, God, is the cancer back? Uh, and, and many people, if they're open and honest uh, with you, especially if they've had to do all three, you do uh, your ears perk up when something happens to your body because you want to be very mindful of that. Uh, after that five years, you're like, oh, yeah, that's smooth sailing. Unfortunately, for some people, um, they may have a reoccurrence. Um, but I was given a clean bill of health. Um, I was told that my cancer was 100% uh, um, cancer-free. I was very thrilled with that, but I am still mindful of what I do and, and the foods that I eat and taking care of myself and just making sure that I am okay so that my body can be okay as well. So I try to share that story with as many women as I possibly can. Uh, men get breast cancer as well. So we do have to remind them that they need to take care of themselves as well. So um, just making sure that people know that it is important. If you think there's something there, please go get it checked. And um, a, a no doesn't have to stop you. Um, if, if you truly feel that something is going on in your body, uh, get that second opinion or even get that third opinion if you, if you need to. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dr. Angela. And, and I'm so grateful for your determination because sometimes some people need to hear that just yeah. because somebody says, mm, I don't think so. And just because you have the MD, I still need to pursue this. So thank you so much for sharing it. But then also you kind of touched on what I want to talk about next. You were talking about your health and taking care of yourself. So why is it so important for us really to have self-care in our lives? Self-care helps us deal with stress. So many of the illnesses that we suffer from, uh, one of the... Uh, elements that that fuel that illness is stress, 
Now, when you're diagnosed with breast cancer, they will do some tests and they will let you know, you know, what is the underlying cause of, of your particular breast cancer. But stress is something that will uh, continue to uh, agitate your body. It puts your, your body in a sense of trauma as opposed of wellness. And because of that, um, our immune system is weakened. We are just not uh, an, uh, operating in from our best self. So if we can do those things which lessen our stress, we are putting our body in a position to ward off those things, to help fight those things that are actually pulling us down as opposed to keeping us in homeostasis. And we have to, we have to, even if that means that we need to uh, reschedule or we need to simply say no, whatever it is, but we, we do need to look at the stresses that are in our lives and make sure that self-care is also on our to-do list, uh, not just those things that are stressing us out. And, you know, it's interesting how you say, say no. And I think sometimes when we as women, we may be tired, we may be burnt out, but we're always still thinking about all the stuff on our to-do list. And our body is telling us we want to rest. Then your mind is like, well, let's do all of these things. So it's just so interesting how you know, I guess from a standpoint, we do know that rest is good and mm-hmm. and, and rest is, you know, we got to recuperate, we got to recharge, but still we're always thinking about that to-do list. And it seems like sometimes, unfortunately, in some people, the to-do list will win. So, and you know, you said, you said a really important thing there, and, and I don't want that moment to pass by. And that is the, the reoccurring thoughts, right? Having this ever present to-do list. And when we learn to say no, we also need to learn to say no or to pause or to stop ourselves. Usually we're afraid to say no to someone else, but we also need to learn to pause or say no to ourselves. No, I'm not thinking about that right now. It is whatever your bedtime is. It's 10 o'clock at night. It's midnight. It's two o'clock in the morning. I need to go to sleep. So making sure that we understand that we cannot always be on, that we must rest and actually get peaceful, restful sleep, uh, not just lay down for a few moments and allow our minds to keep us um, in, in that ever in that ever ready state, that we do need to turn all of that off. Even if that means that we need to listen to some type of sleep music, you know, we need to, uh, some people need white noise, you know, kind of like the fan blowing or the ocean waves. Some people need brown noise, which is more so like the sound of um, what you hear when you're inside the airplane. It's, it's, it's still kind of a white noise, but it's, a, it's in a different frequency and our, our minds perceive it differently. Uh, some people need, you know, a sound of nature, whatever it is, find that sound that is going to help you turn your brain down, even if you can't get it all the way off so that you can sleep and rest. So, Dr. Angela, what are some ways, I guess, women can do self-care or give themselves self-care? Because sometimes I think they feel like you've got to go on a retreat (laughs) or you've got to spend the day at the spa. But I said self-care is different for everybody. So what are some examples maybe you share with your clients? Absolutely. And the things that you mentioned, they are on the list. But I, the one thing that I tell everyone is, is that you know your budget and you know what you need. So if you are in a position 
to do a full spa day all day, go for it, right? But if you're not, it doesn't mean that you cannot still participate in self-care. So self-care is anything from sitting in your comfy, cozy couch with a book that you've wanted to read uh, with your dog or cat next to you. Um, Self-care is taking a shower in the middle of the day simply because you feel exhausted, right? It's deciding that you're going to take a nap today. You're going to do a 15, 20 minute power nap. And sorry out there to all the moms and grandmothers that told us if we did that, that we were lazy. Um, No, we, we have to do this because we have to recharge our batteries. So if you're plugging in your phone, which is an important part of our lives, we also need to learn how to recharge ourselves. So it is the the simplest of things. One of the things that I do is first thing in the morning, I really don't want to hear about anyone's problems, about the news, you know, the troubles of the world. I no longer wake up with a cup of coffee and the news on because that programs your day, that starts your day on a negative. So I now simply get up. I put on some inspirational music for me. And depending on, on what that is, sometimes that's classical. Sometimes it's jazz. Sometimes it is um, uh, inspirational music, like no words at all. But I, I don't need to have a conversation yet, right? Get my coffee, get my tea, and just have some time. What can other people do? I don't want to just make this about me necessarily, but what do I also tell my client base? And that is, Ask yourself first thing in the morning, what do I need, right? So the same way that we would say, good morning, God. And that's something that I have done ever since I have had my surgery. I didn't used to do that every day. I wake up and the moment I realize that I am conscious, I say, good morning, God. The second thing that I do is I ask, what would you have me do today? right? And while I am getting showered and put my makeup on and all that good stuff, I am waiting for God to give me this download of what I'm supposed to do. But you need to also check in with yourself. What do I need today? So your self-care is something that you do every day because you must care for self so that self can care for others. We cannot be of service to others if we haven't first been of service to ourselves. So I I don't want people to think that it has to be something grand. Uh, I light a candle. I burn incense. I listen to or have uh, that spa-like music playing in the background throughout the day. But your, your heart and your mind will also tell you when you need to shift. If you need to listen to a sermon, if you need to listen to motivational talks, whatever it is, you will know what you need to do in that moment. And I'm glad you said that because sometimes I do, I just get, I have a chair in a corner and I just prop my feet up and sometimes I'm looking at my plants because of the direction or sometimes I might want to just watch a documentary, read a book. I love hot baths. So it's like sometimes those simple things, but yes, and you know, and occasionally I do like just kind of going to the spot and just like, okay, I'm here and just, you know, and just that feeling of after I'm done at the spa of being recharged, but also nice and relaxed. And also one of the things I learned, you know, just from talking to the spa owner, she said, you know, Janet, she said, you're one of the few clients that doesn't rush out of here. And I said, I'm not rushing out of here because I make sure I have my spa time. And then afterwards, I don't really have anything heavy 
plan mm-hmm. because I want to just enjoy that feeling because it's like you spend all that money to get relaxed and then you're jumping into whatever you have to do so it kind of defeats the purpose the world will be out there the world is not going anywhere so I can agree with you more bask in that refreshing feeling that you have and your body knows exactly where where it needs the attention to. Like when we're going to get massage, uh, your your massage therapist, your masseuse may, may actually say, oh, wow, you're really kind of tense right here. Or I need to pay a little bit more attention right there. If they've ever said that to you, make note of that, right? And then ask them, what do you think I'm doing that's causing the stress or this not to build up in this place. And because they have um, uh, a certain education, they're also going to be able to tell you, you're holding your head wrong, or you're sitting improperly, whatever whatever it is, you know, you hold your stress in your shoulders, whatever, uh, they will be able to also give you some pointers or some things that you can do to um, keep that that more relaxed feeling. So Dr. Angela, you already mentioned like one way you do just kind of give yourself self-care, but you know, what is something you do maybe when you've had a full day, a full schedule? Is there something you do at the end of your evening? I do. And thank you so, so much for that. I am one of, one of those people that really try to assess at the end of the day. I stop, I start at the top of my head and I go down to the tips of my toes and I just kind of check in with my body and say, what's going on? You know, how do my eyes feel? Are my eyes tired? How does my, how does my throat feel? Because, you know, radio and TV, I talk a lot, right? Uh, being a therapist, I talk a lot. So I ask myself, so I'm checking in. I check in with my heart, uh, with my physical heart and with my spiritual heart, so on and so forth. And if I feel as though any part of my body has given me a response that is on the negative side of the timeline, right? Then I try to do a something that I find to be refreshing for that part of my body. So let's say if I have had a really um, hard day and I've had to stand a lot, I've been doing a lot of presentations and I go, oh, my feet are tired, that I am going to make sure that I do a lavender soak of my feet. I'm going to, you know, do something that spends time, a little eucalyptus, a little lavender essential oils. I'm going to put on some music and I'm just going to relax and give that care to my feet. Right. I'm going to, as I'm sitting here massaging my feet, I'm going to say, thank you, feet, for allowing me to stand all day. We had a rough day today, didn't we? But today, right now, it's about you. Thank you. Right. So just being mindful of all parts of my body work together so that I can do what I need to do and just being grateful for for those things. But also realizing that I have been in the presence of other people and their energies and their questions and the things that they have put out, mm-hmm. right, in the atmosphere Why they're there. We don't mean to carry our worries with us to other people, but many times we do. We don't mean to, to take that, that argument that perhaps you had in the car with your kids into uh, the building, but it happens. So I take the time to really do a cleanse of myself and sometimes that is I'm a bath person as well but that usually starts with the shower 
just taking a shower and just physically just taking my hands and just kind of washing over myself and just going release all of that and let that go down the drain any anything that was against me may that be washed down the drain anything that is for me may that wash over me and may I absorb the words the blessings the prayers the positive intention that was for me and my ministry or for my family. You know, let that be absorbed as opposed to that being washed down. So it is It is taking a moment just for me personally to understand that we are spirit beings. We are spiritual people. And to, to reconnect with body, for me to reconnect with God, and to just have that time alone. Um, and my family, God bless them, they, they have learned that after a big day, it's like, kind of leave her alone. <laughs> When she's in the bathroom and she's, you know, she's, she's doing her thing. Just, just leave her being. If there's an emergency, of course, knock on the door. I want to know if the house is on fire, but I, I, I really try to, to just be in that moment and, and relax so that I can prepare myself for the, for the end of the day. If, if there's more end of the day or prepare myself for, for bedtime. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I find a lot of people who, are now find themselves working from home, they have that little struggle of the transition because they're working from home, they sign, log off, and then family just like, okay, it's the end of your day when, you know, people have lost that commute time where they maybe had a little bit of time to just recharge themselves before Mm -hmm. walking in the door. So I'm glad you put that in about how you just really find a way to just give back and recharge yourself. And then you get to the family. Well, you know, Janet, you said a a really good thing. And I just had a talk with um, a few of my clients about that very thing. So one of the things that uh, I find that has been helpful for folks is compartmentalizing, not the negative sense of the word, but compartmentalizing what we do. So one suggestion that I have is, is that when you are at work, work, even though you may be working from home, you make your workspace separate and apart from your home space. Even if that means that you need to put up a divider, you need to put a chair there, something that blocks your family from just being able to walk into your space. Now, I have been blessed that I've been able to turn uh, my Florida room or my all seasons room into uh, our home studio. Not everyone is able to do that. That's why I say do whatever you can to make this space separate and apart from everything else. Another suggestion that I have is, is that when you're working, put on a something that says I am working, right? So even if you still have your shorts on or you have your leggings and God bless the folks who invented leggings, right? That has become a staple of working from home. Even if you have your leggings on. When you're talking to your clients, you have your blazer on or you have a scarf, you have something in your hair, whatever it is, you are in work mode. It used to be a concern for many corporations for jeans on on Friday because people were a little bit too relaxed and their conversation changed with their clients. Well, we have become mindful of not being too relaxed, even though we're working from home. So put on a something, again, a sweater, a blazer, whatever it is that says I'm working. Now, if you are able to, I am able to walk out of a door in my space and walk around my home and go walk into my front door. That dictates that I am done working. 
I am also able to close blinds. So I pull my curtains, you know, I do a shutting down, a closing of my workspace, which indicates to myself, I am no longer working. So if you, as, as a person listening, if you are able to do a function, right? The same way that you would when you were in the office, what would you do? You would turn your computer off, you would wipe your desk down, turn lights off, whatever it is. Do that same thing to close your workspace, right? But you also need that personal time. This is a great time for you to go for a walk. Even if it means that you walk out of your home, go to the end of your block, go to the other end of your block and walk back because your mind needs that decompression time, that that debriefing time. And that also allows you, even if it's just five minutes, to go from work mode to family mode. And I think your family will also appreciate the fact that you are now ready to receive them. That is a wonderful strategy and tip for all of those out there who are just struggling. It's like as soon as I, they know it's like five o'clock, the dog's looking at me to be walked, the kids want a snack, and the, you know, the spouse or, you know, the partner is like, hey, it's time for conversation. And it's like, I just need a moment. (laughs) Yes, I just need a moment. And if you're going to go back to work, like you know that you have to go back to the office, now is the perfect time to start practicing that. So if you know that you're that you need to get up at a certain time before folks, you know, working from home, you've been getting up at nine o'clock. If the office dictates that you need to get up at five or six, you need to start getting up at five or six. The same way that we used to prepare our children when it was back to school time. Summer is over, honey. It's no more staying up until nine. You now have to go to bed at 730 or eight o'clock or whatever it is. Right. So you start getting in into that new rhythm of of what you're scheduling is going to be so there's nothing and there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that help yourself help yourself to get the the most positive result that you can wow dr angela you know i could talk to you you know for hours (laughs) it's just so much fun with you it is it truly is so how can listeners connect with you Absolutely. And thank you for that question. I'm going to tell everyone that the best way is to visit my website and that's drangelachester.com, drangelachester.com. And I made it really simple to follow me on social media. I am Dr. Angela Chester on all social media platforms. And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to Dr. Angela's show page so you can connect with her via her website or on social media. So again, Dr. Angela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I would love to know what your takeaway is from that interview. So please leave me a comment in social media. Of course, if you are following me on Anchor, please leave a comment or a verbal comment by just leaving me a voicemail message. So let's transition to Taylor's tip time and putting yourself on your to-do list. Number one, 
schedule it. Make it reoccurring. It could be every Sunday at 12, every Saturday at 5. Plan something you want to do. Walk by the water. Take a hot bath, a massage, or sometimes just do nothing. Take a break from social media. It could be an afternoon. It could be a weekend. Whatever you feel is necessary for you. Number four, enjoy. Enjoy putting yourself on the top of your to-do list. Enjoy the moment you take for yourself. And number five, make sure you repeat steps one through four. Well, I am excited because I have virtual sessions, which a lot of you know about. And I thank you so much, not only for taking advantage of them, but for also gifting them to other people. Because as an organizer, I see firsthand what happens to people when they don't organize their lives, whether it's their time or their paperwork or even their home. So if you or someone you know and love needs to conquer the mail, the important documents, or even just your time, let's talk so I can help you or them get organized and eliminate the stress. So make sure you go to my contact page and schedule a free 15-minute session or conversation. Take the steps necessary and start by doing something today. Clicking the link in the show page. Well, I love this segment because it's the moment where I all get an opportunity to say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, and your sharing. Please continue to organize. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, Pinterest. And on Pinterest, I have a healthy and fit page. And please like and share. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel. I've got some organizers, some experts sharing how they organize aspects of their lives. And please check it out. And if there's a specific topic you'd like, Janet, have you ever thought about this topic? Please let me know. And for those ladies out there, if you're thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living life totally organized. I love it. Somebody will post some pictures and the community will get together and say, hey, great job. I don't see clutter. Or have you ever thought about this? I like that. And then a lot of times people will direct those photos and those videos to me and I will get on and I will share strategies on how they can get from the chaos to the calm. So please check that out. And I'm giving you a moment because you know what time it is. It's time for Toss It Tuesday time. Do you have a jig? Do you have a dance? Do you do it? You just get happy. This Toss It Tuesday I want you to tackle either a box, a tote, a drawer that is causing you stress. One or the other. It could be every time you open that drawer, you get frustrated. Every time you look at the corner, you see that box, you just kind of get anxiety. Or you have a tote bag that you know you just need to get rid of and not get rid of and possibly go through. So this Toss of Tuesday, I want you to focus on one of those items. My app suggestion is Calm. 
because we're talking about putting ourselves on a to-do list. And sometimes throughout the day, we have to manage so many things. and Some of those can be crises. So we need a moment of calm. My product suggestion is to go and check out my Amazon shop with items that will help you organize your bathroom, but also create it into a spa. It'll be an organized spa. And depending on where you are in the country and around the world, maybe take something and just put it in your garden. So whether you have an indoor garden or outdoor garden, something that you can repurpose and reuse and you just, your face lights up every time you see it. My book suggestion for this week actually comes from Dr. Angela. It's My Life in Pink collection of inspirational stories by breast cancer survivors from various backgrounds and walks of life. Each woman shares her unique and encouraging story about victory over the big C. As each woman writes in her style, every story brings about a different emotion, a different experience, and a different attitude towards the fight for their lives. Encouraging, empowering, uplifting. And a portion of the proceeds of the book will go to support the American Breast Cancer Society. But, of course, there's other books within the organizing library on my Amazon page. And some of those books are Audible. So you can get a free copy and a free 30-day trial from Audible. Again, you can get a free copy and a free 30-day trial from Audible. Just check out the link in the show page. My quote for this week is, self-care is not about self-indulgence, it's about self-preservation. Again, self-care is not about self-indulgence, it's about self-preservation. Well, I want to thank you for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends and on your social media network. And again, let me know you enjoy listening to this podcast by leaving me a review, a a review, and supporting this podcast by buying a cup of coffee. So visit my website at www.janetmtaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. <music>